Hello, my friend. You are listening to episode number 31 of Tipod, and today we are joined by Barry. Oh my goodness, this is just going to be a treat for you because Barry is a holistic menstrual health educator and practitioner. Her number one goal is to teach modern women how to have pain-free periods, period, okay? So as the founder of Flow Academy, she focuses on teaching those who identify as a female entrepreneur or modern woman how to utilize their menstrual cycle to optimize their life and sync with the cycle. From hormone balancing to cycle syncing to mood enhancing and self-healing, Barry covers it all and is excited to help you have your best period yet. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Tie Pod, a podcast crafted by Tiana Tai to help you purify your purpose in business, love, and life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, dog mom, or just getting started, you're bound to find value as Tiana dives into meaningful topics each episode. So settle in, turn up the volume, and welcome your host, Tiana Tai. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. TyPod would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. Okay, friends, let me tell you the first time I ever heard of cycle syncing, I was hooked. I was so in it. And I was like, I'm going to keep up with this all the time. I think I have like a couple of apps. Me and Barry will talk about this later. <laughs> but this is a topic that I'm definitely super, super interested in. And I was just so excited because I know that it will serve most of you who I happen to know do identify as female entrepreneurs and modern women in this space. So Barry, without further ado, please, please, please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and how you've landed here on TyPod today. Hey friends, what's up? Ty, thanks for having me here, Tiana. I'm so excited. Um, Wow, who am I? I'm like a pocket guide to periods. That's what I like to say to people. <laughs> um, I love being that like one resource in between like you and your doctor's visit. And how how did I end up here? I, Instagram is how I really ended up on this podcast. Let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But if you mean in terms of like my background, is that what you want me to kind of share? Well, Instagram, y'all, that's that's the secret behind most of our relationships. Like, let's <laughs> keep it real there. Uh, but yes, please, 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 I would love to know just, you know, your professional background, your entrepreneurship journey, because I know that you are specifically serving women in this space, which I think is really unique. So I would love to hear all about that. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a crash course. And this is like a really funny because most people are like, wait, what? So when I was in university, I actually triple majored in political science, Arabic and German. And I had this big dream of becoming a diplomat and working in terms of like um, human trafficking and women's rights internationally. That's what I was like planning to do. Then 2016 came and I was offered a corporate job. 
for like grad school and I was like corporate job because who gets offered a job straight out of college and I went into corporate America but then my personal health started failing um, and I started struggling with something called adrenal fatigue during that time I decided to go on my own healing journey and I found myself getting certified as a personal trainer and then as a nutritionist and then as a hormone specialist and now that brings us to present day. So that was 2016. Obviously, now it's 2020. And I would say I've been working in the menstrual health space for the past year and a half. And it's just been so phenomenal to kind of see how my body has changed, but also how I've been able to help so many other women who have been misdiagnosed with different treatments like PCOS, um, and things like that. So that's a little bit about like how I got here and in, in this, this field, if you will. Ooh, I love it. Okay, first of all, this is what I love about the online space and just like not being able to rely on your preconceptions. I love the fact that you're just like a triple major and wanted to be a diplomat. (laughs) (laughs) So just have to throw that out there. That's incredible. Um, But I also love the fact that you kind of followed your own journey and then utilized that knowledge to help other people. Um, So what comes to mind for me right now is I'm curious as to how you landed on serving this entrepreneur space in particular, because, you know, there's a couple billion women in the world. So how did how did you land on little old us friend? Okay, because I am one, right? So (laughs) I I had this full circle moment of really just wanting to help women with their rights and their health. And I was just like, how can I really like you know, they tell you to find a niche and niche down. Well, I felt like my niche found me in the health space because there wasn't a lot of people talking about menstrual health. And then in terms of entrepreneurship, I was just like, I want to work with women who have control over their schedule. I don't necessarily Mm. mind working with like the nine to five woman, but she doesn't have as much autonomy, right? She can't invoke as much change in like just really be like, you know what, I'm going on a three-day vacation. Whereas entrepreneurs, we do have that opportunity. So that's really how I started working with entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. And that's very interesting. And I think it's actually the most beautiful opportunity to kind of pivot a bit because you bring up something that I think is alluding to what we're getting at here. And you brought up the fact that as entrepreneurs, we do have that unique and blessed (laughs) control and autonomy over our own schedules. So as a little teaser, friend, what do what does this control over our schedules have to do with our period? I'll let you I'll let you bring it up. I won't even say it. What is the how are those two things related? I mean, wow. I love to say, I love to say the menstrual cycle is a blueprint for your life. So when you have control over your schedule, you can really follow the ebbs and flows of your hormones with ease. You don't have to ask for permission from anyone for anything. You straight up say, this is how the day is going to go and I'm running it. Get with it or get lost. Bye. So I think I'm a little sassy from time to time. I should add that in there. <laughs> um, but I think that's really you know, how the two overlap. Mm, okay. I get that. And let me say, just even as an entrepreneur who has transitioned over from corporate America, the vibe of owning your schedule is totally different. So I like get with it or get lost. I'm a little sassy too (laughs) sometimes, so I'm with it for sure. So I do know one of the things that we were super, super excited to share with the Tide Pod audience. Dun-da-da-dun! You guys, this is what 
uh, Barry and I were like chatting about in the DMs, guys, um, is chatting all about the four phases of menstruation and their relationship with our businesses. So again, I mentioned earlier, like this is something that has come to my attention before, but I am by no means an expert. And honestly, by no means had did I ever like build a consistent habit. So I'm looking forward to this conversation officially <laughs> convincing me to do so. So can you chat with us just about those four phases of menstruation and what the heck that has to do with how we run our businesses as online entrepreneurs, CEOs, et cetera, et cetera? Of course. So first, we'll take a little walk through the biological side of things, and I'll use all those sciencey terms, but I promise to make it sexy for those of us who are in business and like we're like no to science, okay? Um, Ooh, but just just. FYI, yes, because I'm a super nerd. So give me all the science. Everybody (laughs) else just has to deal. (laughs) Okay. So the first phase of the menstrual cycle is obviously menstruation. This is typically days one through seven when you are bleeding, right? The endometrium lining is shedding and your hormones for the most part, there are four major lady hormones. They're kind of in somewhat of an off position and like your body is restoring. This is also when there is more brain connectivity between your right and left hemispheres of your brain. So you may notice that you get brilliant ideas during this time. So when it comes to business, I say menstruation equals ideation. Like come up with all the ideas and just write them down. Don't worry about flushing them out. Just write them down. The second phase of the menstrual cycle is called the follicular phase. And during this phase of your cycle, your hormone levels are starting to rise and increase and specifically estrogen and FSH, which I'm not going to get too boring with this and too much, but they're starting to increase and you start feeling like you can reconnect with the external world. And this is what I say you should be doing creation and strategic planning. When I say strategic planning, I want you guys ironing out all the details of your next launch, batch creating content, like what does your ICA need next? Like this is when you're going to do it. You're going to like, listen, if you're not like a planner, I don't know what to tell you because you really need to be planning a lot. Like write it all down, write the vision, make it plain. The third phase is called ovulation. And I love to utilize this phase as like this renewal phase, but I also say this is the time where you have to take action because your estrogen levels, and there's another hormone called LH, luteinizing hormone, are at their highest. You feel like you can do everything. This is go time. This is launch time. This is like hop on your Instagram stories every day and get on everybody's nerve with your new offer time, okay? Because during this time, you can communicate and you have the energy to, and it's like you're very magnetic. So that's what you're gonna do during that phase. Now, the fourth and final phase of the cycle is called the luteal phase, aka PMS, okay? This is typically days, I would say 21 till about 28 if you have an average cycle, and average is definitely in air quotes. Um, But during this phase, your estrogen levels actually decrease another hormone called progesterone increases and you might notice that you start being a little bit more irritable and you need to relax. I say for business, this is evaluation time. Like it is time to look at those analytics and assess everything, understand your insights, your audience, all of those things need to happen during that phase because I mean, low-key, we're already looking for problems. So like let's look for problems in our business and then come up with ideas for how to solve them during menstruation. The end. Wow. She just, guys, guys, (laughs) y'all. Okay. She just like broke it down so eloquently for us in like two minutes and some change. That was insane. 
Okay. So I think what is coming to the surface for me right now and the question that I have, I'm actually going off the cuff here. And I'm curious just like before and after, right? Mm -hmm. So you did mention that you've been in the health space for a number of years and then you started to go deeper and deeper into the menstrual and like period work, right? Over the last year, year and a half or whatever. So I'm curious, kind of like that before and after conversation around just like what your own entrepreneurship journey has looked like as you've started really digging deep into this work yourself and then actually applying it because as we know, you are also an entrepreneur. Like you're not just teaching this stuff. You're teaching it to people who are like you and we all speak the same language. So I would love to hear kind of like that before and after perspective. Okay. So straight up, like full transparency before I was a hot mess.com. Like I didn't know what my hormones were doing. Right. And that was like in my body, but I also didn't know what I was doing as an entrepreneur and who I was speaking to and how I was supposed to serve. So it was like clueless 101 was literally my life when I like before I really delved um, deeper into this like work. I would say within the first three months of my own healing journey and working in this space, I got clearer and clearer on what my purpose was. And then the next three months, so six months in, that's when I found like my passion for it. And then I would say another three months came around. I was like, there's so much potential to grow. So it's like, as my body was going through this healing journey, so was my entrepreneurial journey. Like it was, they were working in parallel with one another. And I think a lot of people forget that your personal development, your um, health and all regards all line up with your entrepreneurial journey. It's just up to you to really be more insightful and like, notice those things. Um, I would say within the last three months, things have just been insane for me. Um, And that's because I've gotten better and better speaking about this topic in particular in the way that I communicate it. So I'm no longer relying on other people's research to kind of have the conversation, I straight up know what I'm talking about. And because I think people understand that I know what I'm talking about and that my body's in a different space, I think it helps me on my journey. And it's helped me like be able to book my clients out. I only take four clients a month. You know, that's literally 12 a quarter. And that might not seem like a lot, but like that's 12 women's periods plus my own 13 (laughs) that I'm worried about. Right. So I've been able to kind of overlap all of these things. And if I'm not in sync with my cycle, then I'm not showing up as well as I could as an entrepreneur. And it's very obvious when I'm ovulating because I'm annoying on Instagram. Like everybody knows where I'm at <laughs> in my cycle. It's very, very obvious because I, I utilize my lifestyle and like the way that I live to showcase on Instagram as part of my marketing, not like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm trying to be like super marketable, but like you have to lead by example. And I think with my journey over the past few months, especially I've been able to be more and more and more without realizing it was happening. But now that you say that, I know it's happening. So I'm like, Oh, yeah, that did just happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I'm glad that you were able to have that moment of reflection then. So I'm curious then. Okay, because I'm also a realist, right? And Yeah, let's keep it real here. So yes, I have a very high element of control over my calendar as an entrepreneur, as do many of my listeners, right? Mm -hmm. But 
let's keep it real here. Sometimes we get invited to speak at an event that is not our own or, you know, this opportunity or that podcast interview, so on and so forth. The list literally could go on for years. So I'm curious of your perspective. Like, okay, let me let me jog my memory. You said in the ovulation phase, that's when we're magnetic and sparkly, right? Yes. Okay. So if I'm planning, yeah, maybe I do want to like, you know, plan out my big speaking engagement or my big launch during, you know, to launch during that ovulation phase Mm -hmm. so that when I'm speaking, people are magnetized. (laughs) But what happens if we get invited to this amazing opportunity and we are not at all ovulating? (laughs) Like what are, what are some things we can do just like when a little bit of that reality hits, you know? You can make a decision. (laughs) I know that was like a really straightforward answer, but you know, I think a lot of times women, um, we have a tendency to want to please everybody, but if you're not feeling good, then why are you doing it? You know, like if you're not going to show up as your best self, it's okay to take a seat. Like it's literally okay. (laughs) Like we could take an L one time, but that L will be like, better for like another opportunity that'll be suited around when you do feel good. And I don't think it's really about your cycle at that point, but rather what's going to be best for you. Mm -hmm. I, over the past few weeks, like I normally only want to talk to people if I'm like in my creation or ovulation phases, like if I'm in those phases, I'm so talkative. But, you know, a few weeks ago, there was a lot of uh, conversation that needed to be had about Black Lives Matter. And I was interviewed every single day and I did not want to talk to people. I was PMSing. I literally did not want to talk to people, but I chose to not only show up for my audience, but also for other individuals because I said, Hey, this cause is actually a lot bigger than me. And when I had my moment of being like, okay, I've had enough. I took a seat and I was like, Nope, Nope. Let's table this to the fall. We, you want an answer? send me an email, do not DM me. Like, and I started directing traffic because I do have that control and I do have boundaries that I had to set, but it's just like, I made a decision. And I think that we don't like to make decisions sometimes, especially we if don't. it's for our benefit, right? Like if it's benefiting mm-hmm. us, we're kind of just like, oh no, like we tiptoe around it, but it's like, no, I want you to hear every step I make. Like, hey, I'm here, <laughs> you know, like, but this is like a newfound like confidence I should add as well. Oh, yeah. And let me just say, like, just to piggyback off that, I will say, you know, I have a short list of people where if they call and they want me on their stage, all right, you're right. I'm rallying. I'm there. Like, mm-hmm. Whether it's like opportunity wise or also a deeper mission and purpose, because much like you, I was showing up in a way that I had not before. And I talk about this all the time on Type Pod, but I am a type five. Are you familiar with Enneagram? Yeah, I'm a type eight. <laughs> Ooh, that take charge. Okay, okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. It also makes me understand the sass a little better. I feel you. Um, but as a type five, I'm just like my energy, y'all. You, not everybody can have it. I love you to death, but even my family knows this about me. So I love the fact that you're just like, man, I'm sorry for the simple answer, but make a decision. <laughs> because you know, I feel like women just. When it comes to our best benefit, we mm-hmm. feel guilty about it. It's like, here is your permission slip to bead and bleed. Like, be and then just let your body bleed if you need to. If you want to be on that stage, be on that stage. But if you're like, listen, 
that stage is going to be dry. I know that person doesn't have the <laughs> audience right now. Figure out how you can table it for a later date in time. I, I mean, what is the harm in pushing back an opportunity that you're unsure of for like a month or two? Like, it's okay. You can do it. Do your thing. It's fine. I have to take a moment to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Primally Pure. Y'all, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I've tried a lot of natural deodorants and my husband disapproves of 99.9% of them, but not my new Primally Pure charcoal deodorant. I have been so excited to share this with you because I have been testing it myself for three full months before I decided that it was worth sharing. This is absolutely my hands down favorite natural deodorant and I've tried at least five or six brands by now. And even better, it can be your new favorite too. You can get your next order for 10% off by using the code TIANA10. That's right, T-I-A-N-N-A-1-0 and you're on your way to your new favorite deodorant. And hopefully your significant other will approve of this one. (laughs) And I am in full agreement with you actually. Thank you you kind you kind of <laughs> caught my uh my type three achievement energy. Sometimes I like edge over there. My, <laughs> my three friends. So you caught us threes. If you're listening and you're familiar with Enneagram, that part was especially for you. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I always tell people who are like so because I'm an Enneagram eight. I work really well with people. I have an I'm Enneagram eight with a wing seven. I work really, really well with people who are like ones, twos, and threes. But sometimes my people who are threes, I'm like, look, I know you're my VA, but have a seat. Like I can tell right <laughs> now you're you're on like a whole different level. Don't talk to me until your period's done. Like I literally tell them that because I want my team to operate out of a space of like understanding and honoring their cycle as well. So like just threes, I love you, but sometimes y'all know when it's enough. Oh my God. Okay. This was like the godsend of all transitions because the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was just like the realities. Cause so many of us, even if we don't have like a full female team, we do tend to have like female dominated teams. Cause you know, girl power, got to get that diversity in. I feel y'all. Um, so I am so curious for your perspective on just how the four phases do impact your leadership as a leader of your team. And also just what that team dynamic looks like when you're so ingrained and embedded in this work. We want to learn from you. So should we be talking to our teams about this stuff? Um, yes, like 100%. Okay, guys. All right. First, I would say master the information yourself. Like that's where I think people, like people try to move too fast with this. So I say, once you have the mastery of it, the next thing is teach your team. And when I say teach your team, plan everything based around your personal cycle and educate why it's like that. Don't just be like, okay, we're having a meeting only this day and that day. And then just be like, that's it. Tell them (laughs) why. Like I've had people do that. And I'm just like, did you, I'm sorry, did you miss this whole training I went through with you? Oh my gosh. So Mm -hmm. make sure you understand the information and then you know how to communicate it. And honestly, especially if you have like freelancers on your team, like I personally do, make sure that you know where their cycle is too, because you might be in, let's say I'm in my PMS phase and I'm looking for problems, but she might be in menstruation. 
let me tell you, that's not going to be a good conversation for anybody, right? So as a leader of a team, rather than communicating with my girls when they're menstruating, I'll put something on their Asana board and be like, follow up at on this day when I know they're not on their period, but also when I know I'm not irritable. It just, like I said, it just makes things super seamless. And I know that's probably like very ambiguous. So if you want to get more specific, just tell me and we can do it. Yeah, because let me tell you, holy cow, I just had like this wave of how in the heck am I going to keep track? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, okay, let's take it like super tactically, right? Let's say, okay, the people listening, they are new on this journey. So you guys hear her when she says, please master this before you go out here and start like dictating period stuff. Okay, so let's just put that out there first. But in terms of being a leader and keeping track of that, it just seems a little bit more difficult to wrap my arms around, I guess, Mm -hmm. because I'm thinking about the things that I and okay, maybe this is again, because I'm super familiar with these things. So calling myself out here. But when I think about Enneagram, that doesn't change. I'm just like, this team member is a nine. This team member is a three. That's Mm -hmm. how it always will be. Right. But periods are literally cyclical. So I'm just wondering, like, do you write it down or like, how are you keeping up with this stuff? It's uh, my girls are all pretty much like one week after another. And it's pretty easy for me because I've been doing this for so long. But here's what I'll say. There's an app. It's called Clue. You can share menstrual cycles with each other. If you really, really (gasps) want to get like super, super in depth with it, you can do that. That is an option. But I like to keep it real. So. Honestly, if I'm just going to use my graphic designer because I feel like she's the one who has to get the brunt of like what's jumbled in my brain. I will literally be on my period and she will be two weeks ahead of me. And like, so if I'm on my period, that means that she is typically in ovulation. I will literally say, hi, I'm on my period. I need you to execute this idea. Can it be available by the time a week later? Like, can this be available? She will tell me yes or no. And then from there, we'll iron everything out. Because a week later means I will be in my creation phase where I can strategize how to utilize something. And she'll be in her like PMS phase where she can critically think and look over things. So we have to like plan like that. And I know it sounds like a little bit like excessive, but again, I do this for like a living. So it's much easier for me to -hmm. know you know, where things are. Also, I have a very, very small team. There's only like three people, sometimes four people on my team. If you have a larger team, it's a lot more difficult to work within this like scope. And I would suggest just doing an overall training and then everybody learning how to communicate where they're at in their cycle together. Because like, if you have a pulse on your team, that's one thing. But if you have like a team of like, let's just say 50 people, because you're just awesome like that, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be very hard to have at least 25 other periods to worry about. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I does that help? It does. And so the follow-up question I have for that is, okay, you are a bit of a unicorn because (laughs) this is the work that you do and we love you for it, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like this conversation probably comes a bit more naturally, obviously, to your team because like they know who the heck they're working with. Uh, So I would almost expect it if I joined your team for Barry to be like, hey girl, when's your period? If someone else asked me that, I'd be like, uh, huh? 
like, excuse me, run that back, please. So I'm curious if you have any advice for the women who are kind of already side eyeing us as we're talking about this. Like, I'm not about to ask these women when their periods are. <laughs> so, mm, girl, love this question. Um, honestly, you guys, it's all about normalizing the conversation around menstruation. And I think that communicating where you're at on your menstrual cycle and asking other women is something that needs to come to the forefront because our menstrual cycles really do inconvenience us if we don't know what's going on. So I always say like, it's not what you say, but rather the way you say it. So this is just, I'm going to give you a scenario just out of my head randomly. You have a team, you're uncomfortable talking about periods and they're uncomfortable talking about periods. Somebody has to take the lead. And as a leader, you have to say, okay, ladies, I really want to enhance our productivity and optimize each and every gift that you bring to this team. One of the ways I want to do this is by approaching it from our menstrual cycles. I learned about something called cycle syncing, and I would really like to get you at the best form you're in. Like, we're like a Pokemon. We evolve. Did I just say that? Oh, my God. Please cut this out. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's staying in. (laughs) But it's just like we really do evolve and we ebb and we flow. So as a leader for your team, I want to make sure that I have the best you and I know you will be at your best capacity with ideas when you're menstruating. So if you have any ideas, um, put them on this Asana board during this time. I want to hear what you have to say. Like you as a leader, you have to direct that traffic. And I think people are just Mm -hmm. afraid to do that. But um, you're a leader, so you don't get to be afraid in my book. I'm sorry. You just don't. You you got to go for it. And you have to have those uncomfortable conversations. We're doing it. Everybody's doing it in society right now. Just add to it. And it's not as weird. It's girl talk. So it's okay. Yes, ma'am. Feel that fear and do it anyway. Sorry, y'all. That's a- sorry. Look, I- <laughs> I've had performance uh, conversations with leaders the last couple of days, and they're just like, I don't want to have this conversation. I'm like, I love you. Let's go. Like, yeah. it's it's time to put the big girl pennies on and do this. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when it comes to menstruation specifically, it's it's so reassuring to know other women have problems. Like, if you ever are on my Instagram and you read a comment, like, my comment section is popping off. Women are helping women. And I think that's, like, what's so important. People are always saying, like, collaboration over competition. And I 100% agree with that. Why don't we collaborate on healing our bodies and learning how to biohack them? Like, we're not linear. We don't reset every 24 hours. Men reset hormonally every 24 hours. Women, if they have the average cycle, reset hormonally every 28 days. And we need to be very, very aware of that. If you're a leader and you're a female, there's, please don't, please don't ignore what I'm saying. Like, get it together. (laughs) You got this. It's okay. It's scary, but like, you got it. Yes. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. So something just popped in my head and I feel like this could be a really fun exercise because I'm all about giving people actionable advice that they can just like hear this, take it, make some shake with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, okay. One of the things that I teach a ton about is hiring and I'm sitting here kind of like in my peripheral mental processing. I just made that up, whatever. But in the side of my brain, I'm thinking about how I would map on like hiring to this entire menstruation fit cycle, right? So correct. I'm going to spitball here and tell me if this sounds like a good idea. So I'm a new leader. Maybe I have a VA or something like that, but I want to start actually building out my team. 
So during my menstruation phase, I'm sitting here thinking about it, ideating, kind of putting a loose plan, maybe writing out my team vision statement, which is something I talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. Then I just hold because again, my business, I ain't in no rush. I'm doing this before I'm desperate for the people, right? So then in my follicular phase, I start actually posting the opportunities, planning out my hiring process, getting those interview questions in line. Then in the ovulation phase, that's when my interview period has been scheduled. So I already know off top, I'm going to have, you know, maybe five to 10 interviews of people who have actually managed to get this far in my hiring process. And finally, in that luteal phase, I could be Uh, comparing interview scorecards, taking a second look at any materials they have sent me, really evaluating and making that hiring decision. Oh my God. Okay, Barry, how many points do I get? 11 out of 10. Yes! I'm so excited. That, my friends, is how you utilize your menstrual cycle to be a boss. But we don't do boss anymore. We do leadership. So like, that's how you do it. And Barry just spoke to my heart. Like, I'm smiling for so many reasons right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you guys, we can do this because I just thought about that on the fly, okay? So this doesn't yeah. have to be that hard. It's. I think we um, overcomplicate it when we hear science terms. But if you think about, like, things that matter in your business, you're mm-hmm. good to go. Like, this, what you just said is the exact same way I go through a discovery process with a potential client. That is so intriguing to me. I love that. Mm -hmm. Everybody, every potential client, you get one discovery. You have one shot to tell me why I need to solve your problem with you. (laughs) And we have one week to say, okay, this is that interface. And then after that, I'm like, do I want to send an invoice to you? (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but like, it's just like, for me, I'm just like, if you're not good at energy, mm mm-mm. It's not going to work, right? And I think that's the same thing in the hiring process. But also, like, make sure you're, like, hiring people that match well with your Enneagram number, too. Yes. (laughs) Guys, Barry just brought in a whole new dimension, but I'm just going to go ahead and co-sign it. You know I always say, look, Barry, I can already tell. Like, as soon as we got on this call, she and I were just like, your energy, something about it. Hmm. We (laughs) went live. Yeah. And let me just say, like, to any of our avid Tipod listeners, which I know there are more than a few of y'all, I'm sure you already agree with me that this is one of the best interviews to date. Just going to go ahead and put that out there, Barry. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Ooh, there are so many more follow-up questions I could ask, but, like, I think I want to start to kind of turn it down a little bit and just get kind of some big-picture advice for people who are starting this journey. Okay, so the first thing I would say is, okay, so I'm like kind of one of those people that does things like very psychological. The first thing I would say is understand that your period is normal and your pain is not. I I want you guys to know that like you don't have to walk around in pain if you are in pain. Now, in terms of leadership, one step at a time. Please do not try to run before you can walk with this information. Like, please, (laughs) please, please, please. That is like one of the main things. The second thing is take the four phases that we went through biologically and actually write down those four phases for your business and just plug and chug different things that you think would work 
for your business format and where you're at as a business um, owner or as a leader. I really want you guys to kind of marinate and meditate over that information as opposed to just saying like, okay, this is the way we're going to do it. Like, yeah, you can throw spaghetti at the wall and see if it'll stick with this one, but start with an email sequence. Start with trying to, um, I don't know, communicate a message to your audience. Super simple. Then once you've mastered that, then try to plan your launch in sync with your cycle. Don't run before you can walk. Ooh, that's a good one. Cause it's like, I think that instantly one of like the first things I thought about was, Ooh, let's map a whole launch to this. When I just <laughs> told you that I haven't even consistently tracked what phase I'm in. And I've yeah. known that this was a thing for, I don't know, the past six or eight months. So I think that was very good advice, actually. I mean, here's a hot tip for any of you who do want to try to do it. I always do six weeks out. So I plan from like ovulation to ovulation for launches specifically. I want my energy on for like when I'm like trying to like kind of get people in, get their toe in the door and spark that interest and build those leads. And then I want to be on the week that I'm trying to close everything. Like Mm. I want you to see my face everywhere. I'm going to look glowy. Like, oh, I want people to be like, she's obnoxious. So go six to six, like ovulation, ovulation, you're good to go. Ooh, that is a good tip. Write that one down, you guys. Or if you're driving, just like, you know, remember where this was at so that you can (laughs) refer back to it. No car crashes out here. Okay. So Barry, this has been lovely. I honestly could keep asking you questions, but I'm not just going to like drag all of the knowledge out of you because I know that you've got a ton more you could share with us, but I will be respectful. Um, So please, please, please tell us just where we can find you. Actually, first, tell us what you have going on because I happen to know, I'm pretty sure there's something coming down the pipeline for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I can't contain my excitement. Um, <laughs> but later this summer, I am launching something called the Flow Academy. And it is, an, it, ugh, I just, I have no words, but I have like all the words. So there's too many. So it is essentially online education for the modern woman looking to learn more about menstrual like cycles and hormone balancing. Um, I don't have the specific date yet, but late August, she will officially be here. And before then, I have a free master class that will be launching um, called Foundations of Flow, where we will delve into period philosophy 101 and talking about cycle syncing and all those things. So that's what's coming down the pipeline. And I'm really excited. Ah. Beautiful. And the fact that you just referred to the program as a she, I don't know why it surprises me or just like <laughs> delights me so. <laughs> but I instantly started smiling. I love it so much. Oh, my God. Okay. So now is a beautiful time for you to tell us all where we can find you because clearly we all want to know you at this point. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at Barion Alvary is my handle. Might be a little hard to find. So just search PMS in periods and you're good to go. I will literally be like the first person to pop up. I'm pretty sure like we love that for me. Um, And then you can come hang out with me over on my podcast. It's Flow with Barry on Barry. Flow is spelled F-L-O-W. And then the last place you can find me is over on my website, theflowacademy.com. But that flow is spelled F-L-O. Gotcha. So no worries, guys, on spelling variations, because that is what show notes are for. So we've got you covered. Literally, no worries. Barry, Honestly, it was an absolute pleasure. Seriously. Oh, thank you so much for having me.
Oh, thank you for joining us, my friend.